0: aka patterns we have a treat the, the this is a movie uh pun intended coming up here ready this is a movie commonly thrown under the bus i'm talking 1977's the car now this is very similar to our environmental dread movies we did frogs we did bog this is a part of a run okay starting in the early 70s ending in the late 70s of vehicular automobiles particularly cars killing madness cars this movie pretty much you can say ends that trend and and believe it or not that trend was created was started was popularized by Dole directed by Steven Spielberg we're 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 at the end of that arc and we're talking the card let's get through that intro all right everyone before we get into something spooky let me sell you something. "Trial by Fire It's my comic book available right now on Indiegogo. Link in the description. And I will see you on the printed page. Yeah, so much running through my head on that intro. <laughs> but hey, hey, everyone. Happy Monday. We are approaching the final of the final for the 31 Days of Dredge. Final run here. And like, this is funny. Because reading up and doing a little bit of research into this movie movie before I sit down and speak to all of you I kind of realized that I it, you know like this movie easily could have been paired with maximum overdrive but maximum overdrive in trucks uh you know last week essentially or two weeks ago was uh you know it was like this this exploration of the same source material something I'm always fascinated with I love seeing iterations and interpretations of a single uh, short story or idea or play or, you know, comic book or whatever. The car, uh, you know, like it's it's been on my radar. It's been on my list for a very, very long time. I would say maybe over 15, maybe 15, maybe 16 years. Uh, way back when I worked at a comic shop, we sold uh, the car replicas. And it was, you know, it was part of a series. It, you know, we, we got the car, we got Night Rider, Back to the Future, but the car was featured. It was like, like cinema, cinema vehicles or, or whatever. And uh, this guy that uh, managed, uh, you know, or like co-managed the uh, shop with me, because I was, I was really put in charge over him when they came to the uh, shop, uh, which drove him crazy i'm not going to mention his name because i don't like this guy but he 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 said he said the car was a good movie he goes i was he's like that's a really good movie and i just put that in my like mental uh rolodex later to access and movies available on netflix and the plot here we go you're right like everybody wants like an elevator pitch, Uh, they they think a screenplay or something, Uh, elevator pitch is the stupidest way to go about presenting a idea, especially something abstract, right, like you can't make an elevator pitch for something abstract, here's the elevator pitch for the car, it's the car, it's evil, and it's killing people, there you go there is no origin to the car there is no definition uh even within the movie there's like a loose theory that the car is from uh that's possessed off of a burial burial ground very similar to poltergeist okay another spielberg reference there but we don't know and the, the cars uh sometimes it's mystical sometimes it's practical sometimes uh it, it it's smart sometimes it's dumb it doesn't matter. Uh, this car's out to get you, and that's the point. The point isn't explaining the car again. If we go back to Night of the Living Dead, if even if we go back to Maximum Overdrive, it's it could be a comet. It could be uh, you know the Venus comet in Night of the Living Dead. It doesn't matter. You know, like it, it, what we have is like a threat, and we have something. In front of us. We have something trying to kill us. And we have to figure it out. Or figure out how to stop it. And, and prevent it. There you go. So I think a lot of the initial criticism. For the car. Came from that. It came from that. Um, that uh, idea. That you know we need like three acts. We need everything explained. Uh, we, we need it laid out in front of us. So we can follow it. Uh, again audience expectations. I, when I sat down to watch this movie, you know, like, I wasn't thinking they were going to tell me the origin of the the car. Like, why, why would they and how could they? It makes no sense. I mean, it would never make any sense. You kind of have to buy into the concept, period. Now, I will say this, because <laughs> I don't remember that replica I mentioned earlier, uh, Maybe a little disappointed that the car isn't unique looking. It, uh, I don't know. I'm not too crazy about how this car looked uh, in the movie. I thought it could have had a little bit more uh, razzle dazzle. But other than that, this movie is made with complete intent. It's made uh, with the idea that this is a real movie. There's legit melodrama and strife and angst within the cast. These everyone in this movie overacts, and it works perfectly. Uh, the way this movie is shot, we know that they're in a desolate desert town. You know, again, something very, very common with these movies. Even the movie Cars is it's it's like desert it's yellow it's orange it's brown it's it's sprawling this movie uh the ending for this movie perfect let's not forget the ending for maximum overdrive perfect the ending for trucks perfect okay which i really didn't gloss over i think i should have during that uh review this movie has a fun awesome ending it has this idea that the threat is over but we know we know that the threat is not over uh i think up until recent day modern day uh there was actually uh an an update like a sequel made which is amazing that's also on netflix uh i want to rush and watch that movie and and just add tack it on to like 32 days of dread and, and just keep going but This movie, it's so easy to rip apart this movie because uh, we want to say the acting's not there. We want to say that the plot's not there. We want to say that the explanations aren't there. This is a a, a real example, because I talk about this a lot, and this is something I'm passionate about, and this is something that I feel a little bit is the mission of the podcast. These movies are made with a level of intent That was overlooked by the initial runs of reviews. Uh, Even now, like, you know, I had a very similar discussion with like Armageddon, which is like, you know, I was I was labeled hyper hyperbolic about some of my movies uh, this past weekend. And that could be true. But at the same time, um, you know, it's coming from a place and if it if it wasn't coming from a place and if there wasn't consistency in the baseline my argument would just blow away and i wouldn't be able to maintain it for this long i mean we're 300 plus episodes in but the car is the template for how to deal with this type of slasher movie because essentially that's what this is this is still a slasher movie and it's it's unconventional and that's what makes it perfect that's what makes it fun uh i literally love how this movie is directed some of the shots some of the setup some of the blocking is there it's you know and there there's this backstory with uh one of the cops and and this girl she gets beaten she always goes to the police uh like he gets killed you know there's Another police officer, his family gets killed. And, and you, you you feel the loss. You really do. Um, the, the desperation to figure things out, okay, to really figure out what's happening is one of the best ideas when it comes to a ghost story. Like this is something that we saw in like Sinister is, you know, you involve the police, you involve other people. How do you explain what happens? How do you explain what you see? Really nice trope. Now, the Indian burial ground is an '80s trope. I mean, this was even very prevalent in Stephen King fiction. Okay, Stephen King always still goes to to Indian burial grounds, Indian sources for for his uh mysticism. Now, this movie leads into what I feel like is the absolute best made car. Uh, murder movie which is a movie called Christine directed by John Carpenter that movie literally it's a masterpiece it fires in all cylinders there's not a frame a scene a piece of dialogue to ever be removed from that movie people want to say uh you know when it comes to Carpenter it starts at Halloween it really doesn't it starts like Christine because he's at his filmmaking absolute height in that movie. We're gonna go through his entire filmography because there's another horror movie, uh, you know, one of his more like you know '90s modern day ones. We'll we'll kind of call it called vampires. People rip him apart for vampires all the time. I may watch a little bit of that or all of it if I can to uh mold a little bit more of his career in, in your mind and give you, like, a little bit more of a perspective on uh, that movie as well. Because I do think, it, it, you know, like, Christine is so good, it's hard to just talk about it because, it, you, you know, like, you, but we want to give perspective to the people that made Christine, if that makes any sense. But no, no, but this movie, it's it's a guaranteed, definite watch. It's, it's too much fun. The melodrama is is perfect, uh, it's over the top, I dig it, I don't know, uh, definitely I'm looking forward to watching the sequel on Netflix, so everyone, thank you for joining me for the 31 Days of Dread, day 26 will be Christine, and then we're going to go into two bucket list movies, Night of the Demons, Ice Cream Man, and then we're going to go into uh, the two icons, Freddy Cougar and Jason Voorhees. Uh, and holy crap, you know, like I I feel like there's always a weight off of my shoulders when I complete a movie like this because it, it's been in my head for too long. It's out of my head now. Uh, I can move on. When I sit back down to watch this movie, you know, I can sit, I can listen to this and remind myself of some of these things I liked when I initially saw the movie. But everyone, thanks for hanging out with me. 31 Days of Dread. Support me any way you can always comment on any feed that you find me on comments criticisms i try and check everything um i won't get back to you uh, you know whatever <laughs> i will find the comments and get and, and leave a comment but anyway thanks for everything thanks for your support uh until next time rock and roll quick announcement quick announcement. So this episode is dedicated to my father, RIP, Tony DeLuca, Tony Ironfeet. We love you and we miss you every single day.